A Florida man has been arrested for black market erectile dysfunction drugs. A Florida man splashed hot coffee on a McDonald's employee over a penny. A Florida man pulled a knife in an argument about how to clean a skillet. A Florida woman celebrates her 100th birthday at a Hooters. And a Florida man's dating app match ends up being a carjacking. These are the weird news stories for Friday on Weird AF News. And as you know, they are all from the state of Florida. Because on Weird AF News, we only do weird news from Florida on Friday. It's called Florida Fridays on Weird AF News. Let's go. A Florida man faces charges involving black market erectile dysfunction drugs. The story's out of the villages. Have you guys heard of the villages? It's a community in Florida where a bunch of retirees drive around in golf carts high on meth. And they have orgies there. Uh, Apparently it's the STD capital of the world. A man from the villages is facing a year in prison after allegedly stockpiling some erectile dysfunction medications. He's being accused of planning to distribute these erectile dysfunction medications as well to the people in the village. The prosecutors say Florida man Reginald Kinzer, age 77, was caught with about $2,000 worth of ED drugs, which he got without a prescription. Unbelievable. How dare you get these ED drugs without a prescription, Reggie? You know the deal. So silly that you need a prescription to make your member work. I mean, you should be able to buy this stuff at Walgreens. They do sell at these bodegas and gas stations, these sort of quasi-erectile dysfunction pills. I don't, I don't know what's in them. They claim to wear. I've never tried them. People do, though. I wouldn't recommend those. You need, a, you need a prescription for hair loss medication as well sometimes? Like, why? This is just big pharma trying to s- squeeze every penny they can out of the poor U.S. citizens who are already dealing with terrible, expensive health care plans as it is. Uh, I apologize for going on a soapbox, guys. Back to the story and our Florida man, this black market boner drug man. The Justice Department says Reggie, the Florida man, planned to distribute the drugs locally. And he could face up to a year in prison and a fine of $10,000 for just trying to help his friends get it up in the villages. He's like, why aren't people making love in the villages? Let's help them make love in the villages. Well, we need a chemical agent for the elderly to make love at times. I'm looking at at a photo of Reggie. You know, he looks like a stand-up guy to me. Stand-up? Hi. Uh, the, the police don't see it that way. They look at him as a hardened criminal, wouldn't you say? They're, they want to give him a stiff sentence, too. <laughs> but Florida's pretty soft on crime, so he'll probably get off, right? Am I right? <laughs> I commend this Florida man, to be honest. He's just trying to fill a hole in the community, you know? And, of course, he ordered in bulk so his friends weren't screwed over by the big drug companies. <sighs> He's going to be punished, though, and for me... It's a hard pill to swallow. A Florida man is facing felony charges after splashing hot coffee on a McDonald's employee. It's very dangerous to deal with the public these days. Fast food employees who I do not envy their position. And I think they all should be packing heat. Um, Did you guys happen to catch the video of that Jack in the Box employee shooting at a family through the drive through? I don't recommend that behavior, but maybe some pepper spray in case an ornery Florida man tries to crawl through the drive-thru window and choke you for not giving him enough mayo. We have a 64-year-old 
Florida man arrested for allegedly splashing hot coffee on a McDonald's employee at a drive-thru. We're about to learn once again and be reminded how hot McDonald's coffee can be. I don't know why they feel as though they have to serve the coffee at such a dangerous temperature. Not just McDonald's, Starbucks as well. Can you make the coffee just slightly cooler so that I'm not uh, worried about losing a finger, just touching the cup? What were they uh, arguing over? Well, the Florida man had an, an issue with the drive through employee. It was a heated argument about the amount that he was charged, uh, which you don't expect because, I mean, I, I didn't know Florida men could count, So, but apparently this guy can. And he claimed he was, he was being charged too much. And the amount is a penny. He was being overcharged by a penny. And despite that, Florida man Eliza Ravelo pulled up to the window and verbally assaulted a staff member and threatened to throw the hot coffee at her. When the employee reached out to hand him his coffee, the Florida man Ravello allegedly slapped it away, causing the hot liquid to splash onto the employee's arm and chest. Surveillance video shows the alleged incident. The dispute is reportedly over a single penny overcharge. This is crazy. They have a quote from one of the employees at the McDonald's. They say, uh, what the rest of the crew told me was that this was over a penny. Uh, Ravello was a regular at this fast food location as well, apparently. You can't behave like this at your regular McDonald's that you go to or your regular Starbucks that you go to. Doesn't he even think beyond the moment? These Florida men, they never plan ahead. That's why they do stupid crimes and get caught. They steal a scooter from Walmart and then they assemble it in the parking lot and get busted. I mean, this is the kind of thing a Florida man does. And then there's the whole issue of, uh, I mean, you got to go to jail over a penny, bro? A penny, bro, a penny. I mean, you could just drive away and be like, oh, they got my extra penny. Then you could just pull over, open your door and look down on the ground and you'll probably see a penny. And then you get your penny back and you can drive away a happy person and feel as though you haven't been swindled. Although I don't know why you would feel as though you were swindled anyway when the amount's just a penny. He's been charged with felony battery and had to be released from jail on a $5,000 bond. How about that? Your penny leads to you having to procure a $5,000 bond. <laughs> He's been ordered to stay away from that McDonald's as well. He should have to stay away from any place that sells hot coffee, in my opinion. And again, I can't fault a fast food employee from shooting at a customer that maltreated them. I almost can't. I mean, I don't, I don't condone it, but I understand. I understand that people can be just pushed to a certain place. And then they just can't take it anymore. And when you're getting paid McDonald's pay, which is, you know, I don't, I don't believe it's very much in Florida. It's not worth it, man. Yay! A Florida man was arrested following an argument about how to clean a cast iron skillet. What is being described as a joke that went too far about how you should clean a cast iron skillet has left one Florida firefighter on administrative leave. According to the arrest documents... Orlando firefighter Latif Williams held a knife up to his co-worker's throat after the crew joked about cleaning the cast iron skillet with dish soap. Ooh, ah, man. He kind of has a point. I mean, you just can't willy-nilly clean a cast iron skillet any way you wish. 
you know, oftentimes these cast iron skillets, I mean, they've been in the family for years. They've been handed down through generations. They're very well seasoned. And you don't want to mess with a man's well seasoned skillet. You just don't. All right, the article goes on to give some details about how this happened. It was at the firefighters' headquarters. Orlando firefighter Over Sejas had been cleaning the dishes after a meal with the crew when some of the firefighters in the building began joking about the proper way to clean a cast iron skillet. Amidst all the joking, the arrest report stated that firefighter Latif Williams, our star of the story, said, quote, no, no, you don't do that around here. And then he took out a six inch blade and placed it near Sejas's throat and said, quote, that's how people get killed around here. Now, Latif says that he was only joking and he was using the dull side of the blade. But initially, Sejas was unsure if he wanted to press charges. A day later, he did file a police report. Williams was arrested and is facing charges of battery and aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. One investigator summed up this incident with the following quote. It appears to be a joke that simply went too far. Nonetheless, our Florida man, Williams, has been placed on administrative leave from the Orlando Firefighters Union. Um, now, I'm not saying this is the right behavior, but I, I understand someone losing their mind over the way to clean one's skillet. Pulling out a knife at work, though, eh, maybe a little overkill. Although, if I, if I showed this to my grandma, she'd ask, I don't understand why he's, he's arrested. Why was he arrested? Because according to my grandmother, there, there is a, a specific way that you must clean the holy skillet. And oftentimes they don't want soap to be involved. That can, from my understanding, uh, mess with the seasoning. Um, although I have, doing some research for this story, I've seen various takes on that. Some people say it's okay to use a little bit of soap as long as it doesn't have lye in it. I don't know. What do you guys think? What is the proper way to clean the skillet? Can you can you use a little bit of dish soap? Or are you a purist? Uh, call the show 646-450-2012. A Florida woman spends her 100th birthday at a Hooters. Hooting for 100. The story is out of Boca Raton. It's a feel-good story. Edie Cohen and her family have been celebrating her birthday at Hooters for almost two decades. Big fan of Hooters. Well, sometimes it's nice to visit the place you retired from and just say hello to the gals, you know. She is a retired army nurse. She didn't work at Hooters. She's lived in Boca Raton for 47 years. For the last 17 years, Edie has been a regular customer at the Hooters on Northwest 19th Street. There's a photo of Edie hanging out with all the ladies at Hooters. She's so happy. Good for her. She celebrated her 100th birthday with dinner at Hooters in the afternoon at Boca Raton. And the Hooters team wanted to make her centennial special. And it looks like they did. We have a quote from the manager, Chris. He says, we enjoy celebrating Edie. We love having the Cohen family join our Hooters of Boca for her annual birthday celebrations. We want to make her 100th birthday an extra special day for her and the biggest and best celebration we can. We appreciate Edie being a loyal customer for the past 17 years. Yeehaw! And, you know, this crew pulled out all the stops for Edie. They made a bunch of T-shirts for her and her family to wear. They say, Hooters, Edie's 100th. Hooting along since 1923. 
The waitstaff took photos with Edie as well, much to her delight. I think this is a great way to spend your 100th birthday, but a lot of people online have been critical of this choice. I don't see anything wrong with it. Hooters is a lot of fun. And it's, you have to be honest here, pretty wholesome compared to how most Florida residents spend their birthday. You know? And the fact that you can even make it to 100 in Florida, I mean, that's just quite a feat. All the things that could take you down in Florida, rabid sea otters, flesh-eating bacteria, falling, frozen iguanas, Walmart parking lot killers, naked meth heads in the bus. I mean, to make it to 100, man, you should be able to spend it any way you damn please. You go, Edie. I'll see you there for your 101. A Florida man's dating app match set him up to be carjacked. So I don't mean to laugh. Poor guy. Just trying to find some love in Florida. Ends up getting carjacked. Let's read the story and see if he deserves to be laughed at. Could he see this coming? A Florida man got more than he bargained for after his dating app match set him up to be carjacked. The Titusville, Titusville, Florida Department said that 24-year-old Brianna Eady and an unidentified 35-year-old Orlando man decided to meet in person at an apartment complex after communicating on a dating app called Tagged. I've never heard of this dating app before. It leads me to believe perhaps this is a, a black market dating app made by criminals to set people up to be robbed and carjacked. But let's keep reading. According to the affidavit, the pair went on the date They drove to a nearby park in the victim's 2013 Mazda CX-9. Strange choice for a a carjacking vehicle. You know, you might want to, I don't know, if you're going to carjack somebody over a dating app, at least ask them what kind of car they drive before you meet up with them. If they're driving like a 2013 Mazda, yeah, I mean, move on, move on. Find a Mercedes, Find, find a Beamer, something nice. This guy obviously never expected in a million years to have his 2013 Mazda with 180,000 miles carjacked, but it says here, when the couple arrived, the park was closed, so the pair returned to the apartment complex. During the ride back to the complex, the victim told police that Edie, his date, was on her phone, sending and receiving multiple text messages. Quite rude on a first date to be on your phone, but this isn't a date for her. This is a robbery. At one point, she also made a phone call to somebody. Didn't you listen to the phone call? She's in the car right next to you, bro. You didn't hear her. (laughs) You didn't hear her say, look for the Mazda. It's brown. Look for the Mazda. It's not in great shape, but this is the best we can do. Huh? At at one point, she made the call to someone. Uh, Police say around 11.50 p.m., the two arrived back at the apartment where they were met by two suspicious men, including one who was carrying a gun. The armed man allegedly ordered the victim out of his vehicle and demanded him to give him the keys to the Mazda. During the robbery, the victim said that Edie, his date, calmly exited the vehicle and appeared to just, quote, stand around and wait while all this went down. Yeah, dude, of course she's going to stand around and wait. She doesn't give a damn. She set it up. Didn't you hear her phone call while you were driving? She's right next to you, bro. The victim was ordered to lay on the grass, and he noticed the two men and Edie got into his Mazda and drove off together. The victim later was able to provide photographs of Edie from the dating app. Yeah, imagine. (laughs) You gotta be dumb to set up this kind of crime while having a legitimate dating profile with your photo on it. I mean, 
This, of course, led to her positive identification and arrest by the police. Police have not released details about the two other men involved in the carjacking, and they haven't stated whether or not uh, there's going to be a second date. But uh, who knows? There could be. I mean, this is Florida, man. It's hard to find love in Florida. Be thankful she didn't pull a blade on you during the date. All she did was steal your car, right? If you're going to go on a second date, though, sir, unnamed individual, someone we're just calling a victim in the story, I suggest you take the bus. Well, hello, my friends, loyal listeners of Weird AF News. Thanks for spending a Florida Friday episode with your buddy Jonesy. I appreciate all of you who sent me Florida stories the past couple days. Very helpful indeed. And it, was, it allowed me to, it assisted me in um, putting out what I think was a pretty quality Florida Friday episode. And I appreciate that. You guys can always send me stuff to funnyjones at gmail.com. Or you can put stuff in my DMs on Instagram at funnyjones. Also, you can call the show. Avail yourself of the phone line. 646-450-2012. Feel free to leave a voicemail for old Jonesy. And I hope you're having a nice weekend, or you had one, or you're about to have one. And uh, if you would like to support the show, please tell a friend over the weekend about Weird AF News, and that it's uh, one of your favorite podcasts to listen to, and that it it's a nice relief from the debilitating mainstream news that we have to deal with on a daily basis. Now, if you would like to support the show even further... Uh, by helping Jonesy stay alive in the closet. And you can buy me a coffee off my website, weirdafnews.com. Or you can join what's called the Patreon. The Patreon is like buying Jonesy a cup of coffee every month. That's how that works. Join the Patreon by going to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. You can download the Patreon app on your smartphone as well. It's, um, it's just P-A-T-R-E-O-N. And then do a search for Weird AF News. I'm on there. That's me. Uh, or you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. I'm also available on Cameo if you'd like me to make a video for uh, someone you know who's having a 100th birthday that likes Weird AF News, or any any occasion for that matter, I can make a personalized video on Cameo. C-A-M-E-O dot com slash comedian Jonesy. Uh, that's a nice way to make someone smile on their special day, especially if they enjoy me and the show. So anyways, uh, that's about it as far as me shilling at the end of the show, at the end of the episode. Anyways, I hope you guys are healthy and wealthy and happy. I love you very much. And I just have to say, good luck with your life, man.